0: Yeah, I want that on the record. Apple's a prick. As he says with his new iPhone 12, his MacBook Pro, his Apple TV in the living room. His Apple TV in his room. I don't have an Apple TV in my room. Oh, I thought you had a second Apple TV. That's why. I had a second Apple TV, but it was just useless at that point. Well, it was the older generation. It was just as compared to the new one. You should not up done with it. I still have it somewhere. I just don't know where the control is. That's why I haven't sold it. Try to know. give it to anybody because so I'm like, I'm just giving, I don't want to give it to you and just be like, yeah, you need to buy a fucking controller.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. because so I remember you telling me like, all right, like you told me like three times,
0: hey, you want this? You want I this? can't find the controller, <laughs> bro. I thought it was in the middle. You know how my couch has the middle thing? Yeah. I thought it was there and I looked and I said, well, fuck me. <laughs> it's not there. All right. I don't, I have somewhat of an, or do you have an intro? No, not really. All right. I have, this. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to use it. Toasted Marshmallows intro, 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 Toasted Marshmallows intro, intro, welcome to the Toasted Marshmallows podcast, that was a new tune, an intro for the for the podcast, if you will. No, I'm not doing that at all, I'm not keeping that in. And
1: uh, just in case you were curious, that was, in fact, an intro.
0: <laughs>
1: so now you gotta keep it in. <laughs>
0: you bitch. You fucking bitch. Okay, welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh as per usual, I am your one of your co-hosts, Brian. Get off your phone, bitch. Do you want me to get the topics or not? Oh shit, we'll say who you are, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't.
1: All right, sure. I'm hey, give, them
0: a, give people a refresher, man.
1: Like, oh yeah, yeah, in case you forgot that we, since we have a very inconsistent uploading schedule now, <laughs> it's
0: not inconsistent.
1: It's in the works. It's in the works. We
0: upload. <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> we haven't started off 2021. Properly, but it's okay. We're, huh. we're working on it. We're working on fixing our, our groove. Yes. It's just been, sorry. Oh, it's just been certain issues, like, keeping us from recording, so.
0: Yes. But, hey, we're still here. We're all here still being toasty. I hope the snap's registered. All right. I have somewhat of a follow-up to the way we ended that last podcast, and that's um how – I don't know how we ended up there. Oh, yeah, you showed me – David was talking about Frankie Valley, a performance, and – I went on YouTube to look it up, and then we just kind of started from there spiraling into oldies. Billy Joel was played at one point. And then for shits and giggles, I put on Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. Because who doesn't love the Rick Roll, man? Honestly, now in 2021, if you get Rick Rolled, it's a blessing. Except for one person. (laughs) Bro, I went into the comments section just for shits and giggles. And that's when (laughs) I think it was the second comment that said, an embroidered QR code brought me here, and it was from this from 2020,
1: dude. Oh my god! You reading that out loud to me? That has dropped. I look. I put down my phone because I actually had to look. I had to think about what the hell I just heard for a second. I
0: couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the. F- I read that just what the fuck. I read it in my head first before I read it out loud, and I said, What? <laughs> Whoever got that QR because they had to get that QR code made. And then also they had to make it a patch on their jacket. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Whoever did this, the fucking champion, man. It's just, hey, that dude has a, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine somebody like a younger kid scanning it, not getting it. Because they weren't around for it, but they have technology. So it's just like, hey, kid, scan this. Brian, fun little fact. When I found out about the
1: Rick Roll, I didn't know that that was a thing. A I, meme? Yeah, I didn't know it was a meme. This was back when it was, like, become, like, back when it was, like, first resurfacing, like, back in, what was it, like, 2009, 2010, God. something like that, it was resurfacing as a meme. Way to date me, man, that shit is... And, dude, because I remember this exactly, I didn't know it was a meme and until I found out on April Fool's that YouTube fucking <laughs> upload, I'm pretty sure you remember this, too, that, yeah. they, that they did this for <laughs> when you were, every fucking video on the homepage. Was just Rick Roll videos. And I didn't know that. Like, I was just like, all right. Like, I'm like, oh, I thought this was supposed to to be something about the beach, you know? (laughs) And then come to find out, no, it's just Rick Astley. I'm like, all right, I'm okay with this. Because I always fucking just love that song. Like, listening to it, I'm like, this is a great song. (laughs) You just clicked on your video,
0: completely forgot. Hey, it's
1: the song. Yeah, (laughs) I would jam out. It wasn't until, like, maybe three or four songs, three or four times viewing that fucking song. Like, seeing it pop up, I'm like is this just a joke? And then I read the comments. I just got Rick rolled like five times. I'm like, what the hell is Rick rolled? So then I went on a deep dive and that's when I found out That's a it's a meme. And I'm just like, why is this a meme? This is great. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm not upset by this at all.
0: You also showed me that 4K video or how it looked in quality. Oh, yeah. It blew my mind because I had it on my laptop and then you showed it to me on your phone and the quality was, the quality <laughs> difference was crazy. Because I, I, this bitch is meant to have good quality screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's supposed to look clean. And then when you showed it to me on your phone, not to say your phone has bad quality, but just saying the fact that there was that noticeable of a difference was just nuts to me.
1: Yes, it was the quality of my phone that allowed it to look that crisp.
0: <laughs> well, whatever. The video that got re-uploaded and edited or whatever. Was, yeah, someone had, like, legit remastered the video. Yeah, but that's what was nuts, though. The fact that its it's there. I don't know the fact that someone just said, hey, this needs to be updated. This needs to be the 4K remastered, director's cut. Hell yeah. Treatment. Okay. I got not a topic, but a story of my trip to the dispensary. And I've been holding back telling it to you because of how great this trip was unlike any other trip to the dispensary I've ever had. Before that, I'm going to hit save on the podcast real quick. Before that. Save. as. All right. And we're back. All right. So after work, well during work, my coworker, his favorite strain of weed is Maui Wowie. And he always says, like, I don't like if I'm 30 or whatever, like I'm or not 30, he's fucking 40. If I'm like 70 and I have stopped smoking and I find out one of the dispensaries has Maui Wowie, I will go come out of retirement, go get that strain. So that strain, like just because of my coworkers become like a holy grail to us. Mm. And then I get to work and he's like, bro, guess what the dispensary right next to our job has? Maui Wowie, and I was like trying to not smoke as often. So I was like, "You son of a bitch!" I had to go buy it. I went after work, and I'm in line paying my for my thing, and then the the lady who was checking me out goes, "Okay, you got the eighth of Maui Wowie. I'll be right back." And I just hear behind me, uh, someone paying too. Maui Wowie is real, and I just turn around, <laughs> and it's an older gentleman, and I'm just like. Yeah, man, why wouldn't it be real? He's like, from Cheech and Chong. Maui Waui, it's real. I'm like, yeah, man, you just thought it was from a movie? He's like, holy shit. And then his lady who came was like, uh, checking, ringing him up, she comes in, he's like, all right, here's your bun. He goes, it's too late to add anything. <laughs> in the most like little kid demeanor ever. The lady goes, oh, what did you want to add? Just found out Maui Wowie's real. The lady starts cracking up, too, because that's exactly what he said. I just found out Maui Wowie's real. <laughs> and the lady starts cracking up. She's like, don't worry, I'll go get you some. You want an eighth as well? I'm like, yes, please. He goes, thanks, man. I'm like, no problem, buddy. And then the lady starts like, all right, it's going to be this much. And I bust out cash. I had gone to the ATM earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. And she puts out the bills in front of her. And I notice writing on one of the bills. It was so random. I'm like, what the hell? She wrote on I thought she wrote on it, but it was already written on. And, bro, I told her, because she was going to take it away. And I go, no, wait, there's some writing on there. What does that say? And then she reads it to me. And I took a picture of it afterwards, but she read it to me, and it says, Atlantis, a phone number, Atlantis Gentleman's Club, <laughs> and the address, and then <laughs> with the phone number. Atlantis Gentleman's Club with the address and a phone number on the back of a $5 bill. And then she says, now I need to sanitize my hands after this. (laughs) And I told her, there's no way. I'm like, you made that up. She goes, look, she's like, you should take a picture of that. And I go, I fucking should, (laughs) man. That is great. I have the picture. I'm going to try and put in the episode link so people can see the picture for themselves. But I don't want to put the actual number or address there. Oh, okay. Like actually, no way. Yeah, I might, I shouldn't put it because it has a phone number and an address. (laughs) the lady, (laughs) The lady said, she's like, you're going to call that number? I said, fuck no. <laughs> then, I'm like, I just want to take a picture of this because the fact that this happened, because I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. She put all the bills I gave her down and that's when I noticed, I'm like, the fuck, there's already, I noticed Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And then when she said Atlantis too, I said, oh, I wasn't wrong. A part of me was just <laughs> like, oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> you said, oh my God, the lost city of, Atl- of Atlantis I, is on a $5 bill. <laughs> bro,
0: I didn't, I mean, I, I could have never have guessed Gentleman's Club. Could <laughs> yeah. have never fucking guessed, Gentlemen's Club.
1: Yeah, I I, I I know what you mean. Like, my mind would have jumped to anything else but Gentlemen's Club on that.
0: Oh man, it had the address and the phone number. That's what fucking got me. <laughs> and on the drive home, not even um I'm a mile. Want to say like just into driving. Mm. And do you know what a Honda Type R is? Yeah, yeah. The Civ- it's just pretty much a Civic, but I guess the R stands for racing. Yeah. There was a dude next to me in a type R who was just really trying to get in front of everybody in the most obnoxious way possible. For some reason, he tried to race every fucking car. He was zooming through, he almost hit people, being the most obnoxious driver ever, until an Oldsmobile said no. (laughs) An (laughs) Oldsmobile took the fucking stand that nobody else wanted to do. I rolled down my window and said, Who are you racing? Before the Oldsmobile took a stand, I lowered my window and yelled out, who the fuck are you racing? We were at the red light. He was behind the car revving his fucking engine. RIN, RIN, RIN. I yelled out, it's still a fucking Civic. <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's a type R. We get it. You got some kind of money. It's still a fucking Civic. Fuck off. I yelled, he was ignoring me, bro. I think I was just feeding into him. As I said, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Let this douchebag be a douchebag. Mm-hmm. And while he was revving his engine, he tried to go. He read his, it almost revved in front of the Oldsmobile, in front of him, how eager he was to just race people. But the Oldsmobile was just booing. <laughs> he just driving, Take the speed limit was 30, he was going 25. Hell yeah, man. He started, and then he went a little slower. The dude started revving his engine. The dude said, beep, beep. Just started binking, just binking his horn just a little bit, just like giving it to the finger. Yeah. It just was, and then he just, and that's where I'm like, oh no, I'm boxing his ass in. I got in the right. He was in the left lane. I got in the other lane next to him. And so he was boxed in. He couldn't get out of the lane. And the Oldsmobile was driving ass. And me and the guy are just like, fuck yeah, teamwork. (laughs) Fuck this asshole. He started revving his engine even more. And that's when homie just throws throws a wave at him from behind. And I'm like, this is the greatest day ever. (laughs) This is the greatest thing. We drove to the next light. And that's when finally I'm like, all right, traffic was already there. And he was able to get out. And he fucking zoomed out of there. I didn't, he turned off the road, but I was just thinking, fuck that asshole, man. He would get behind the car and just rev his engine and then cut through them in the most disgusting way possible.
1: I'd brake check him,
0: dude. That's off what I thought
1: the Oldsmobile was going to do. Oh, just dude, anyone with an Oldsmobile doesn't, doesn't risk that type of shit. shit. <laughs> I've learned that. I've learned that working at the company that I work
0: with. Bro, it just aggravated the shit out of me that it looked like he was trying to race everybody. Like, yeah, man, I'm going to fucking leave you in the dust. Bro, I'm driving a Corolla. No fucking shit you're going to dust me. My God, bro. For so, I want to say so long, but for a decent, I want to say a mile or more, just being the most obnoxious asshole ever, bro.
1: Dude, I would have, that, the only other, like, acceptable (laughs) story for me in terms of that would have been if you had told me he pulled up next to a piece of shit, like, just a literal shitbox
0: of a car and just got lapped. Oh my god, I would have made this story so much better. Do you know? Oh my god, man. Because, dude, those like sleeper cars like that are always the
1: greatest. Like, when you see someone, like, videos like that always put a smile on my face. When someone pulls up in like a fucking Ferrari or something, or just a fucking, like, you know, a car that's just meant to fucking haul ass. Then they pull up next to this fucking piece of shit 99 Toyota Camry. (laughs) It's like fucking bumpers dragging on the ground, license plates hanging by a fucking taillight. And it fucking puts a zip code between the two of them. (laughs) Oh,
0: I fucking love that analogy. It puts a zip code into that's pretty great.
1: I'm not gonna lie. Like, dude, that is always the greatest fucking thing in life. Like to see to come
0: across in a video. Wouldn't it be some shit if the same car pulls up next to, like you said, a 1991 piece of shit Corolla and just and then the Corolla just it doesn't sound like it has a good engine. And then as soon as the light turns (laughs) yellow, (laughs) 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 oh my god bro i would pay money to see something like that happen just i don't know how that would happen just imagine that shit he just presses the button the suspension drops (laughs) the engine just kicks in somehow just (laughs) that bitch hauls that'd be oh and i have somewhat of a little more follow-up as far as to the type r thing Mm -hmm. my dad's co-worker used to have a type r and he used to go on and on about it. he loved that fucking car. And it does, it is a nice car. And he did take care of it and everything. It was such a nice car. And the way he talked about it, I forgot what he said it was faster than. But he's like, Yeah, man, it's like faster than this or just as fast as that. And my <laughs> I was so amused by it. I was like, Man, that's fucking cool. This car is the shit. And then my dad came in, like he was telling him the same thing, like, yeah, this car's faster than that, or it's just as fast as that. So why the fuck didn't you buy that car? <laughs> my, dad, <laughs> my dad just put him to shame by that, bro. That's where he's like, bro, it's a piece. He he pulled out the same thing I said. He he said, it's still a Civic, motherfucker. It just has an R for racing on it. He says, it's still a piece of shit Civic that just has a little bit more upgrades to race, I guess. He just shit on it, man. (laughs) Like, why'd you do that, bro? (laughs) I had a feeling like he was on a pedestal. My dad not only took that shit away, he put it into a wood chipper. Mm -hmm. Uh, See, what I've learned with
1: with Civics, it's the shitbox Civics that you gotta be careful for. Yeah, those are the ones that you got to, like, yeah, those are those are dangerous. <laughs> those you don't want to race. It's the
0: new ones that you're like, all right, yeah, just whatever. Get, get out of the road. <laughs> <laughs> I see some, like, actual racing cars, like, cars that have been modded up. Mm. Like, I used to, like, um Civics, but, like, modded or whatever. Yeah. But you can identify their racing cars because they have, like, little decals and stuff. Like, I didn't know this, but on my old truck, I used to have, like, a little... <laughs> The little sea turtle I yeah, used to have? I remember that. I don't remember who told me that. It pretty much meant, like, oh, yeah, that's, like, that means that you won a race against somebody, you took their token or whatever, and then you fucking, I'm going to let you say the burn.
1: <laughs> Dude, it was just funny to me because that was the first time I had ever gone to Michigan and was, like, ever met Ernie and Marcos. And they were the ones that told you because we were waiting outside of a mall.
0: Uh, there you go. <laughs> and I'm just
1: like. And just thinking, I was just like listening to this, I'm like, "Damn, who the hell would ever believe that a that a Honda CRV would put to shame any type of car?"
0: You don't know what I could have under the fucking head? <laughs> That's what they said. It was like, oh yeah, it means it's like a token that you won against somebody. Like, yeah, they they had were warning me to take it off because of cops. Like they see that on there and they're like, oh, they might try and pull you over because that means like it's a token that you race. Yeah, it was like they that it's like it's a it's a symbol that you race or it's a token. Yeah. It didn't make a valid point, though. That's why I didn't take it off. I'm like, wow, my pride's hurt, but at least I'm not gonna cool. lie. I like the fact that it was on there. It like, wasn't even on there because of me. <laughs> that's what makes it even greater. It's the same mechanic that had the Type R, mm-hmm. who just kind of put that shit on there. He's known for doing <laughs> that. You know what he did to my mom's truck? My dad took it to his shop to fix it up or clean it. I forget for what reason. Mm-hmm. And apparently my dad always gives him shit for using pieces shit shoes. Oh, like, God. he just keeps using the same shoes over and over for I don't know how many years now. I remember the shoes, yeah. and I haven't worked there in, I don't know, like, years. Mm-hmm. And my mom came back. When he brought it back, the shoes were tied up real good <laughs> underneath, like, on the muffler where the, uh, what's it called? The back is? The exhaust. the exhaust. No, it wasn't on the exhaust. I just couldn't say trunk. I lost the word for trunk, all honesty. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. by the trunk of the car, mm-hmm. and it was just there. The ugliest pair of shoes just tied to the bottom. And I didn't know this for like two days. until the third day. My mom came in while me and my dad were eating. She goes, I want those shoes off my truck. Those shoes are disgusting. They're smelling. I can't drive around like that. And he's like, I've tried. I can't get them off. And that's when they told me the story. And I was just like, man, it's, not, it's nice to know I'm not the only one who suffered this. All right, I've been rambling on for a bit. David, you got something, don't you? Oh, in terms of topics?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, the one that I really wanted to talk about, just because... I don't know the fact like just seeing the type of shit that it's been getting is kind of just bullshit to me. Um, who the hell was it? It wasn't Kylie. It was Ken Kendall, the older one uh, the, okay. of the Jenner sisters, the one who doesn't look like she's been plastically modified. I mean, I think they both do, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah. So while this is, this has been news for a while now, but she had released or she had announced, excuse me, sorry that um that she had a tequila brand it's called 808 tequila oh yeah which is the zip code for san jose california i believe san fernando some fucking place in california makes sense um but yeah like just reading the comments for any type of news article about it everyone just kind of has been called like calling her out saying hey this is cultural appropriation this is bullshit why the hell are, why are you making this how's it The... the And, yeah, like, the reaction that you have is what I had, like, okay, why, I, 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 and here's the thing, yes, that family is known for being controversial with cultural appropriation in a lot of things, and I'm not saying that they aren't, you know, yes, the kimono shit, the dreadlocks, like, all that shit that they do is cultural appropriation, but in this case, sorry, I don't see it. You know, because it's like, do you know how many and they and I've read articles that point this out, too, of like, there's so many male artists, like music producers and like singers and shit who are American, who are dead ass white that have tequila brands. Dude, Aaron Paul and Bryan Cranston have a mezcal.
0: Yeah, that's is that the reason? Because she made a tequila? What? What? Oh, because yeah, as soon as you said that uh, Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston made a mezcal, that's where it clicked for me, because tequila is technically Latino yeah. or Mexican. Is that the reason why? Is that the reason why? It's mean, cultural yeah. appropriation, technically. I thought because of the name, like, how the fuck is 808 cultural no. appropriation?
1: No, it's cultural appropriation, because everyone's saying, like, that's, like, oh, those are family businesses that you're fucking with, you know? But honestly, hey, yeah, for some tequila brands, it is. But that's also bullshit, because, and I don't know. My facts are probably completely off, but for the most part, to my knowledge, Mexico is practically run by the cartel. Dude, yeah, you're not wrong. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if any type of fucking tequila farm that's out there has at least some sort of connection, not inter- not because they want to, but like they're kind of forced into being a part of like the, co- the cartel's business type shit, you know? Oh, like Goodfellas style, we're giving you protection, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah um. like that type of shit. You know, I'm not saying that's every brand, you know, but mm. that's, like, so, it's, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not explaining this as well as I wanted to, but just the fact that it's, like, the fact that she's the only one getting shit for this, too. Because Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul never got shit for their mezcal. Yeah, that's... You know, they never, no one ever said, hey, this is cultural appropriation. They were like, hey, yes, you appreciate the culture of mezcal, you know? You went mm. on a journey. What the fuck... All right, Neg, what about these other fucking singers? I, I forgot who the fuck else The was Rock there. has one, too. Tequila Bud.
0: You haven't seen it? No. The Rock, yeah, he has own tequila. Terramana. Yeah, and he hasn't gotten shit. Nothing but good reviews. There you go.
1: And, oh, yeah, another one was, too, for the 808 tequila. They were saying, oh, she bought the... Because it was actually... Apparently, it's actually fucking great. Ooh. Like, they... And here's the thing. They submitted it anonymously, like, under a suit... Like, under a fake name, like, company brand... Company name? So that no one couldn't, wouldn't, so that they wouldn't know, hey, this is a Kardashian tequila. Oh.
0: Okay. When they sent
1: it in for, like, for awards, you know. And it got, like, second place, I think, for tequila brand, you know. Oh, shit. Like, I think it got first or second, one of those two. But it came out on, like, as one of the high quality, like, new ones, you know.
0: Yeah, if it's still second and it's not first, that's still pretty good.
1: Like, yeah, that's, yeah. like, that's why, I don't know. I'm not am not knocking this, this um, business venture for them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a hundred percent like I'll dead ass go buy one. I've been wanting to go buy one just cause I'm like,
0: this is cool. Yeah. You know? The way you're saying it, that it's one awards first or second, regardless, I'm saying that's worth trying. Hell yeah. And the fact that it's, <laughs> this is going to sound
1: dumb as hell, but the fact that it's tequila it's a tequila brand by not necessarily a Kardashian, but just by a woman, you know, I haven't, I don't know of many tequila, like liquor brands that are owned by a woman. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, like, to know, like, hey, this one, like, this is their taste. And it it's probably better than half the fucking male, like, the famous males that are fucking making it.
0: Yeah. Straight up, I tried the Rocks tequila. I I couldn't. I don't. I'm not a tequila. I'm not an alcohol drinker, really. I have a fucking. We have a podcast about smoking, clearly. I'm not the biggest drinker. And I tried it. Just thinking, like, yeah, I just feel like this is tequila, but, but the Rocks company-lit, uh, slapped over it. Mm-hmm. It's not anything like, oh, this this is that shit. I don't know. Maybe I need to try it more compared to other tequila, but it, it wasn't anything like, oh, this is special. This is different. This is not. Nah. Yeah. It wasn't anything. That's why I'm intrigued to try it, and I didn't notice that either how you said, like, oh, there's not a lot of women doing, like, making their own alcohols or anything like that. Maybe there are more, but we're just not as aware of it. Yeah. But, yeah, there's... See, because that's what I'm thinking, too, is that I feel like
1: this has only gotten the amount of news coverage that it has because of the fact that she's quote, she's technically part of the Kardashian family. Yeah. You know, and they're, everyone just loves to kind of hate them.
0: Yeah, they're just kind of everybody's punching bag. Yeah. They're the Jim Belushi of most conversations. God damn it, I hate you for that. That was a good one, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there was another one. No one gave Elon Musk shit too. Oh yeah, yeah, perfect example. He was from South
1: fucking Africa. Creates a t- tequila. Musk? Yeah.
0: I This is news to me. I didn't know he's from South Africa.
1: Yeah. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> but yeah, dude's from South Africa. He's white as shit. <laughs> you, you could see that dude. He's practically translucent. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Dude's practically translucent with how fucking pale he is.
0: Yeah, he is very...
1: And he legit, like, s- sold fucking tequila bottles... Under the Tesla brand, and everyone's like, yes, I need this. I need this in my life.
0: I need this. Yeah, it also, I feel like it, it's a hype item. Like how I fucking, if Nike releases a shoe, for like Travis Scott, it's immediately a hype beast item.
1: Not, Dude, it wasn't even that. Like, if you read comments, people said, like, oh, yeah, I bought this, like, one to try, and then one is, like, to keep for myself. Like, you know, the type of shit you do when you buy, like, high-priced bottles of liquor. Yeah. You know, where, you, like, you just kind of want to keep one. There, you know, to show, like, hey, this is what I have. Uh, and But not a single person, I didn't see a single post or anything, any article saying, hey, is Elon Musk doing cultural appropriation or anything like that. Yeah, No, it was just all hype. Hey, buy your Tesla tequila now. Tesla tequila sold out in, like, less than I don't know how fucking long. It, It was just articles just hyping it up, you know? Yeah. And compared to this one, the 808, it's like, oh, don't buy this, it's cultural appropriation, it's stealing money from families, it's doing all this shit. Like, She's doing the same thing that everyone else has been doing. Every male has been doing, and she's only getting shit on it because possibly two reasons. Maybe it's both completely, but the fact that she's a Kardashian, and she's a Jenner
0: technically, but whatever, and the fact that she's a woman. Yeah, she's in the Kardashian clan, as they say. There you go, yeah. Thank you. She's on the roster. She's not the A-team, she's the B-team, technically. Technically.
1: I don't know. In terms of the news, I gotta say, it seems like they've been getting a lot more coverage than the actual Kardashians lately.
0: Yeah, because I feel like Kendall gets the most coverage because she's the only one who, I guess, kind of stepped away from them. Hmm. Because I I keep up, to some extent, as far as what Kendall Jenner does, just because she hangs out with Tyler, the creator, and all his friends. Like, they're besties, to some extent. I don't know. I, I follow Tyler, the creator, on almost all my socials. And he's posted stories with her, so I'm like, hey, she has to be cool to some extent if she connects with this weird ass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say, like, hey, I feel like you're cool. You're the one person who somewhat hang- she hangs out with L.A. people. But I feel like she's hanging out with cool L.A. people. Like I- I'd fucking hang out with Tyler the Creator. That'd be a fun day. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. why i like, I always say, like, hey, Kendall Jenner, you're all right just because of who you associate yourself with. <laughs> uh, but uh, I look at every- all everybody else and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't even get a picture with you. That's how I feel about most of the Kardashians. It's just like, yeah, I wouldn't even get a picture with you. Just be like, hey. I thought I saw a mannequin moving, but it was just one of the Kardashians. Jesus, (laughs) I'm not gonna take shots at them. Uh, I'm not gonna. (laughs) I'm not gonna take any shots at them. Um, you got anything else on that, or um, or you got you want to move on to your next thing? Did I have any more topics? Oh no. I think we got the Space Hotel, too.
1: Oh, yeah, that wasn't... No. Do you want to wait until we're stoned for them?
0: For that one? Yeah.
1: I feel like talking about that is a little more fun on the fun side.
0: Ah, uh, all right. But, 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 but mostly I'm okay with that because I don't have a lot of facts like that where it's just like, oh, yeah, I just know it might be built around 2027. All right. But, well, we are run- not running deep, but um, we could do what we're watching and then yeah, uh, our songs. All right. Do you want to start with what you've been watching, David? Ooh, what I've been watching. Dude. Oh,
1: my God. I, you, dude, you don't understand. I've gone through so many fucking TV shows in this little week. Week. I've watched Rickleberry. I've watched. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, the fact that that's SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: continue, man. You got to keep going. Persevere.
1: <laughs> the fact that SpongeBob made his daughter unable to walk. <laughs> And oh, that's Brickle- all I'm gonna say.
0: <laughs> Brickleberry was the shit. It shouldn't have been canceled, bro. It shouldn't have been canceled. I loved um, what's his name? Malloy. There you go. Yeah, because he was played by Daniel Tosh. Man, yeah, it was so great. Continue. Sorry, sorry. Oh yeah, but I've been wa- I watched that.
1: The reason I watched Brickleberry in the first place was because I saw an advertisement for Paradise PD on Netflix. Yeah, which is legit, just a fucking. Copy and paste of Brickleberry, but they're cops.
0: Yeah, that's why I couldn't get into it, dude. It's oh. fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm like, I gave it a chance with the first episode. It didn't catch my attention, so I'm I have to check it out now,
1: dude. Just Gina and I think his name's Dusty. Those two are the greatest in the fucking show. The, the this is why this is what, the reason I started watching Brickleberry too is because I, I watched Paradise PD first. But they did a Brickleberry crossover. Yeah. With Paradise? Yeah. In season two of Paradise. What? And dude, oh my god. The dog with, um, what the hell was that guy's name? The one who was the pothead for Brickleberry?
0: Oh, fuck.
1: I haven't seen that show in a while, man. Anyway, dude, it's, (laughs) that dog is a massive drug addict. Like, it's a, dr- it's a cop, d- it's a police dog, but instead of sniffing oh, out drugs, yeah. he I does the that. drugs. Yeah, 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 I remember that. I remember seeing that that and dog. So he, <laughs> I don't want to give anything away, but just he, in that crossover, he just spends the entire time just smoking out <laughs> this one dude, the stoner of Brickleberry, and it's so fucking great just seeing the ah. the, <laughs> and the interactions they have. <laughs> it's like,
0: crazy ass motherfucker. <laughs> I knew that show Brickleberry was not okay. When I'm not, I'm gonna see if you remember it because I don't want to give it all away. When the rednecks kidnapped Malloy, the bear. Bro, <laughs> that episode is the only one where I'm like, all right, so animation can't go too far. <laughs> all right, this is, i want to I hate being vague, but I have to be vague because if anyone wants to watch, I don't want to spoil it. When he was holding him and then he put his hands to his side and he was still there, that's when I wanted to cry. So that's not
1: okay. <laughs> there was that. The one where they're trying not to get elected for
0: governor. <laughs> <laughs> that whole show, they just said, hey, let's try to get canceled from the first fucking episode. <laughs> let's see how far we can take this shit. They said three seasons. It's three seasons. It's no, three seasons. Three seasons in a movie? No, six seasons in a movie. Dude, if they made a movie, I'd be so down for it. <laughs> that show had its moments, man. It's, it, it was based on the premise of, hey, let's just fucking go bananas. Let's go nuts. Oh man! Oh yeah, but the, I finished that,
1: and then now I'm watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood.
0: Oh shit! That's what's up. It's great. Yeah, throwing in some anime in there. I like it. Yeah, there you go. Here's the little stoner variety for you. Stoner variety. <laughs> um, recently, what I watched was uh, I knocked out Wandavision this weekend. Oh, you did, bro. That show deserves some recognition. It was very. I think that show could have... On premise alone, that show could have worked outside of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. On premise alone. also Because of the execution, there was so much homages. I don't know what you know about WandaVision. I know that everyone hated the ending because it was such a bullshit ending. Uh, I, didn't, I don't want to get into the ending. I don't want to spoil anything. I just want to talk about... so Overall. Mm-hmm. But you do know the fact that she is... like They're in the TV. like They're in a sitcom.
1: I know that she's kind of controlling everything, yeah.
0: Yeah, that... The homages, though, it's what's great to all the old school. There was one, like every episode is a different homage to like a different year of sitcom. Like it started like at the nineteen thirties, forties, it jumps to fifties and so on and forth. Yeah, it jumped to one year, and the intro reminded me so much of Malcolm in the Middle, and I said, "There's no way they're paying homage to it," but it was so much like Malcolm in the Middle. I was like, "I can't get over this. I'm watching Malcolm in the Middle in Marvel." Mm-hmm. And then later on, I guess you find you. F- I don't want to spoil it too much, but the backstory, you find out her backstory and the reasoning for it, and it was straight up like a Malcolm in the Middle like homage, that episode. Like they ver not verified, like straight up, like oh yes, this episode was Malcolm in the Middle. It's implied, mm. but I love that every other homage is so great. Like every episode is an homage to one show from uh in the time another show in the time, and the performances were great, man. Paul Bentney, the man who played Vision, hilarious. He killed it. That entire show, man. I, I went into it like, oh, I don't want to give in to the hype. I don't want to. I killed that before I killed Mandalorian. Hmm. I haven't seen uh, Mandalorian season two. And that was the show that I'm like, ah, oh, this one's the one that's calling me, man. I have to watch it. I was on Disney Plus. That was the one. Fucking killed in the weekend. I didn't. I wasn't ecstatic about the ending. I was like, ah, oh, all right. They, they, it's still a Marvel ending, dude. That's. Yes, that's exactly what people hated. Because I've been seeing
1: nothing but hatred for the ending on Instagram of just people saying this was such a bullshit ending. They could have done so much more. They just gave it the basic Marvel ending they could have. And I'm just like, all right, so basically I like I don't feel any urge to watch it because of that.
0: I just wanted to watch it because that premise did intrigue me because was uh, there was the other thing where like certain episodes were like uh, the stages of grief. Hmm. Like I think it was season episodes one through th- three. Or depression. No, denial. As I know the actual Kubler-Ross spectrum, I think. I don't know what it's actually called, but I know it's Kubler-Ross. It's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. And that apparently, like, there's nine episodes. I guess it went three, three, three. Hmm. Where it's like, yeah, denial, uh, anger, bargaining, acceptance. And I found that really cool. I, was trying, I don't think it went by that, but I know it somehow went along that spectrum. Because obviously the end acceptance, whatever. But yeah, I just found, that's what intrigued me even more. It's just like, oh, okay, that's cool. There's an episode also called Breaking the Fourth Wall. Fuck that episode. That whole, that show is stupidly meta. For what it is, and being in the Marvel Universe, it knew exactly what the fuck it was. That's why I'm like, it was good up until the ending. I didn't hate it. I'm like, I've wasted my time. I'm like, all right. I enjoy this show very much. Performances were Perfect. Great. I had no complaints whatsoever. But the ending could have been stronger. And the everybody didn't snooze, man. You know Kendall Park? He came out in Ant-Man and the Wasp. He played uh, the oh, agent. yeah. He's in it.
1: Doesn't he? I, I read that he apparently now performs magic tricks.
0: <laughs> he, no, it's not even mentioned like that. He just does the card trick. Yeah. He just does it, and then it's just people notice. Hey, he finally picked it up from Scott. Yeah, that's why. That's, yeah. like, that's
1: literally what I said. It's like, Well, no, sorry. Not what I said. But what I read, I meant to say, that what I read is that, yeah. Like, he just kind of, like, you see him performing magic tricks, and I'm just like, this
0: guy. Bro, that man is great. Oh, he has one line in the show, and if you pay attention to it, towards it's on the last episode. I hated the show. Because, oh, my God. People need to watch WandaVision, man. I'm not one to promote. I don't want to say we're anti Marvel here, but we've shit on Marvel. How we've outgrown it. But I want to say, that's what I'm saying. I went back to it, and it didn't feel a lot like Marvel mm-hmm. until it started getting back. Like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, it started listing off Marvel characters, like, oh yeah, these are clearly Marvel characters. Yeah, yeah, but see,
1: I, I, loved it, man. Real quick, I wouldn't say that I've outgrown Marvel because I'm still gonna, I'll still go see any fucking movie they release, but I won't go back and rewatch them. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know? like that. That's that's what I'll say on Marvel because they're 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 still great. They're still great, like time killers. They're still some. They're still doing what you want them to do and just showing you these are your superheroes in
0: action you know they're, yeah. they're off
1: the comics on a screen you know yeah, this That's is how a... you want this is how you
0: envision them this like boom there's a select few where I'm like yeah these are my personal favorites like the classics like Iron Man's one and two mm. classics in my opinion but then there's some like there's just there's something I would re- go and revisit Thor Ragnarok Guardians of the Galaxy those are I feel like great standalones mm. as far as the whole universe fuck that yeah <laughs> fuck that alright song recommendations what do you got oh
1: um, well, okay, so I noticed something about our song recommendations, Brian. Wow. And just because I noticed it, because it's the day I was listening to the radio, and they've been making a very consistent point of it being, um, International Women's Day. Uh-huh. And I noticed, I don't think we've ever shared any songs that are, like, sang, like, the, where the lead person, or the actual person singing the song is, like, is a woman, you know? Yeah. And so I noticed that. I'm like... I recommend a song
0: with like, oh, with a woman in it? yeah, pretty much. Oh, like, <laughs> I don't know
1: why I'm making it such a big deal. It's like, but yeah,
0: I'm, I'm like, you really are making me get this out of you, huh? I, I,
1: I couldn't figure out words. Um,
0: go for it, go for it, man. Now I gotta do a two footer cause okay, just go do your song. <laughs> do 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 me. Da, 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 da. I'll let you go. I'll just I'll just stay quiet. I'll just stare at you in one <laughs> Bro, my old high school teacher used to do that shit to me when he would call on you and you would just sit there in silence. It was the oh my god, that man made my anxiety go up something special when he would do that shit to me. He would have hated me because I would have just stared at him. Find <laughs> your song, bitch.
1: <laughs> I have it. It's right here. Um But it's Army by Ellie Goulding. Army by Ellie. Hey, what's what's up? So
0: yeah, it's a great song too. Like I was going to recommend a song. Like I have my song that I want to recommend, but when you said that, I'm like, I have some female artists that I listen to. Um, I was going to recommend Paramore, but I feel like I don't keep up with them as much. I literally have their songs that I go to, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm just going to recommend a female artist straight up. I know, uh, baby doobie. Her name is, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I found some of her music just through Spotify, but then I found out she did one of the songs for the movie. Her okay that's where i was like what the fuck that's why i found it even cooler that i found stumbled onto her her and this isn't like specifically female artists but i guess she's the front woman of the band little dragon okay little dragon both uh baby doobies are like one person little dragons a collective of people they make really great weird music i don't know the genres so i'm not even gonna attempt to label them but uh yeah if you guys want to check them out go for it as far as i want to keep in the song that I had originally because it leads into as far. I feel like it's a good preparation for the space hotel topic. Mars for the Rich by King Gizzard. Okay. Bro. <laughs> that, I'm not going to talk on King Gizzard no more, man. I, I had what I had to say. It's over. <laughs> All right. We're going to go get toasty. We'll be back. And we're back. We're toasty. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> we're toasty. Uh, Well, the thing we want to talk about was the Space Hotel coming to a moon near you. So wait, I have one question I want to know if you know the answer to it. Where in our orbit would it be?
1: That I have no idea. I literally know nothing about this besides
0: the fact that it is coming in 2027. Yes. I just, I think like, man. I, that's gonna be one. How do you build that? Like, how do you get that? I, I I assume you have to either launch that shit up and build it here, or I don't know how space construction would work. Other than it's a motherfucker. Imagine just seeing all your bolts and screws floating out. Fuck me.
1: Well, they do have the they they did manage to build the ISS. So the ISS, Interna- international space station.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, see, you know more about space than me, man. I don't know. Yeah. Like Dude. you know more about NASA. Than I do as well. It's cool to me. Like, the fact that
1: that thing, just a quick little fact about it, It's it was built between, like, it's all basically, like, neutral territory, but not neutral at the same time. Because certain countries own certain parts of it. So, like, the United States, I know it's between the United States, Russia, and China, and I forgot who else. But between the three of them, they own that. So... I know, like I said, I think they own certain parts, or it's like split between the th- like uh, the,
0: between those groups, and it's that that's just a cool little fact to me. It's like, oh yeah, This entire th- station is owned in bits and pieces, technically. Yeah, isn't space technically neutral territory as far as countries go too? Yeah, in terms of so to
1: <laughs> to avoid galactic warfare.
0: Yes, <laughs> I hate that. That's what, it's actually called that, right? Galactic warfare.
1: I know that, and so that they can't just send people out like the US can't just send people out claim Mercury claim Mars by putting up a fucking
0: flag I'm not fucking dead. they can't even enter Venus or any other planet yeah. there's a reason we're going to fucking Mars people oh well, that was the thing I just wanted to make fun of that thing that fucking space hotel is the first the even biggest step to getting us to the Wallyverse <laughs> we're gonna be living that Wally life real soon you know the one that got me that came out around like the first the first few days of March Welcome to the one-year anniversary of our two-week at lockdown, oh, everybody. And uh-huh. it's the projection of the captain from Wally. Yeah, that's the one. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I saw <laughs> that. And I'm just like, that's too real. That's too fucking real. We're getting there, man. We're slowly getting there. That space hotel's just the beginning of it, baby. That's not a. That's not gonna be a hotel. Shit hits the fan, David. That's a refuge spot. That that's ref <laughs> That's safety. And again, if you heard the song "Mars for the Rich." That's, exact, that's exactly what I feel like that's what would happen. If the space, day, the space hotel is a thing, I wouldn't doubt if shit hit the fan. Just, all right, we're going to the Hilton space. The space Hilton? What would it be? You know it's got to be some fucking extra. I don't think it's NASA's hotel, if you know what I mean. No. I know. It would be privately owned. I know that for a fact. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, kids, we're going to the Space Hamptons. God. Like, oh, damn it, Dad. I had plans. Now I gotta go to fucking...
1: Damn, I wish I could pl- complain
0: about going that's to That's what Hampton's. I'm saying. Like, imagine that. <laughs> some fucking kid. God damn it, Dad. I've seen Mercury five times. God, I get it. We go fast. I get it. I'm used to it. Blast Off isn't even fun anymore. It was fun when I was a kid. I'm a big boy now. Imagine some kid complaining about that shit. And, oh, that's Saxon Musk. Yeah, that's, that's the future we're heading for. My man Saxon. My man, the equation name. It's just, Dad, you go to Mercury every other day. Can we visit Mars every now and again? Come on, I, I would like to see more Mars. It's just, God, I don't know. Just talk I, to me. Talking about planetary travel as if it was nothing would be mind-boggling to me. It's just like, oh, like imagine being able to afford that luxury, and and it possibly being a very close reality. This just that's what that news feels to me, man. Severely unreal. And horrifying at the same time. What do you? I see you. you're looking for something. What are you? What are you doing there? Oh. So okay. Face. So this, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm
1: gonna give the audience some homework if they want to listen. If they actually want to do this, because if this, uh, if this intrigues them enough, because I don't want to give the, it feels anticlimactic, giving the description of why it's why these are so cool to me. Because I found these in a, I found these in an Instagram post too. Uh uh-huh. but they're they're planets. And I'm just gonna read some of them off that I thought were pretty fucking cool. Like planets, in terms like of, like no. planets that have been discovered. Oh okay. Yeah.
0: Um planet HD eighteen nine seven three three B. That's one. I've seen some of them, yeah. I've not seen some of them, but I know they have fucked up names. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Um
1: Planet Wasp dash twelve B. Planet J1407-B. And I think there was one more.
0: Uh, Oh, Oh, this one. Planet Tres-2B. Tres-2B? Yeah, T-R-E-S-2B. Ah. Man. I knew there was... uh, There's like a bunch more. Like, not even a bunch. Like, there's just handful more i don't know how many there are but there's a the list is long of like those little planets not little planets i i think i may be mixing it up with some stars possibly but i know that there's more planets with even more weirder names oh yeah that's what's yeah that is pretty cool man I'm not gonna lie you're gonna you're making me do homework man i was gonna make a joke and be like damn you're just that kid who has to remind the teacher huh Dude, yeah, to be that kid. It,
1: if you look this up, it's actually really fucking cool.
0: No, that's why you're just listening it all. It just reminding me, reignited my interest in that shit. I'm looking into it more. Yeah. Hey, some people, hey, some kids like doing the homework, man. Some kids like, fuck yeah. I didn't. I wasn't the kid who mentioned it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the, you got anything else before I go on the somewhat rant? No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about. The Kings of Leon new way to release their albums, which is through an NFT, a non-fungible, fungible, I say fun- I think it's fungible, I think I just don't know how to pronounce words, token. And pretty much what it is, the way they did it and described the reasoning for it was because it was a way for artists to own their music like that again, or make more of a profit off it, because I don't know if you know, but streaming takes some of the most of the profit. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. The non-fungible t- fungible token, the NFT, is a way for them to release their music. It's been used as a way to trade art, if you don't know what it is. It's like a cryptocurrency, but the value is the art. The best description I saw of it is you could own an NFT of a Van Gogh painting, but you still wouldn't actually own the Van Gogh painting. You would own that version of a Van Gogh painting, but it would still be a Van Gogh painting. It's a very weird thing. I looked into it, and I, that's somewhat the best description that I liked and that described it. You own it, but you own a version of it. Like, you could still stream this album by Kings of Leon on Spotify, on Apple Music, but this is where I find it, like, that they did it right. They, their reasoning for it, like I said, was to make mu- artist music their own again, and they made it stupidly worth it in my opinion. I'm not a fan, and I think that's cool as shit. Like I don't listen to music like that. They have their basic one. Where you get their music, all this different, all their artwork, and their vinyl for that album, and then if you buy another one, you get lifetime access to any one of their concerts, guaranteed front row seats. Holy shit! Lifetime. Lifetime access to that shit. You're guaranteed to meet the band and hang with them before the show. You're gu- to hang out with them before the show. You're driven to your show, whatever concert you're going to you are picked up and dropped off at the show and you have a ride back home and you have bags of everything from the merch bar. Every single item you have if you buy that certain type of NFT. And I know there's somewhere, like, it's a golden ticket kind of, like you buy it, the certain one, and you have the chance of getting that. where you Whatever concert you go to, front row seats, you hang with the band, you meet them, you get autographs, you get everything from the merch table and you get pretty much the full first class treatment. And the reason they sprung for that was to see, like, to kind of show other artists, this is the shit you can do. Like, they add, like, that's the value of it. Like, I don't know how much it would cost you, like, if it would run you two Bitcoin or however much actual currency it would be. But I think that is a really enticing way to kind of show people, like, hey, this is another way to release music, too.
1: I feel like this is something I'm definitely gonna have to do my research on.
0: I did, I'm telling you, I actually read the article on this shit. Because it did intrigue me. The more I went into it, I was just kind of skimming it at first. And then I started, the parts I skimmed made me read the whole article. Mm. And uh, what was the other thing? I've, I read it a while back, so I'm it's purely based on memory right now. I should pull it up. I'm going to link it if anyone wants to read it for themselves, too. I read it from Rolling Stone, if I remember correctly. But that was the thing is that, yeah, you would pretty much own, like, it's only for two weeks. You only have from last Friday to uh, two weeks from now. From that time, okay. To buy, it. and then from there, you cannot buy the NFT for it anymore. It's gone. But apparently, they said the artwork and everything, that's what I find cool is that they made everything stupidly worth it. Like you own this artwork by them, by the band. That's like exclusive. Not oh, only
1: exclusive, but wait. So okay. So that. So after
0: that time frame is done, no more of those are being released. Not none, none. So no it's more of like, the vinyl. No more artwork. No more of that. Concert experience, nothing.
1: Oh no, I'm talking about those NFTs. Like, so, oh yeah, they wouldn't exist. So, like for example, I, I guess the best way for me to understand it would be like comparing it to Bitcoin. Say, because because you know how if, with Bitcoin there's a limited amount. Yeah. So is it like that where at at that point it cut it caps off for that for
0: that NFT? So that's why it that's how it retains its value, or yeah, like pretty much. I don't think there's a cap for it. I think you can buy it as long as it's within the 2 weeks. After in the 2 weeks, you either have it or you don't. Yeah, like, okay. You can't purchase any more of it, but you can sell it if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I know there was some other stuff about also being able to prevent scalpers from benefiting from this this shit. They're praying that's what the NFTs are good for too. But I didn't I don't remember that part of the article, but I do remember that being mentioned. And I found that like, hey man, anything to fucking combat scalpers, anything to fuck them over. Go team Fuck them over But that's why I like that Is that the reason They did it Is because they found That's somewhat of a way To not completely deny Not deny technology But to just kind of Give a fuck you to streaming And make uh, An artist's music More in, more theirs More their own That's what they did Because yeah Streaming is The way to do it now man Apple music's fucking garbage But people still use that shit Yeah No offense to Apple music users, Dude <laughs> Dude, holy shit. Yeah, you're right. I don't think I've gone on YouTube in fucking years. I occasionally go because, you know, there's some shit that's not on Spotify. That's literally the only reason. If it's not on Spotify or SoundCloud, I go to YouTube. But mainly, everything's on Spotify.
1: Yeah. Spotify, like Spotify, Netflix. What the fuck else do I have? Hulu, HBO. Amazon. Like, dude, all of those. Over YouTube, and YouTube used to be the one that I was like always on. That was an all around dream. <laughs> yeah, but I, dude, I genuinely haven't touched that app.
0: Yeah. And there's, honestly, I could go on more of a rant as far as streaming, ruining independent movies, but that's another story for another day. I wanna focus more on music because I just kinda wanted not shit on Apple Music, but just I hate how they're more, I saw an advertisement for it on YouTube. And it just bugged the shit out of me. The artist they used to plug it, it was nothing but the most on and popping rappers. Had Cardi B, I don't, both babies, Dove Baby and Low Baby. Oh. I think Gunna, I'm just thinking, I'm like, they just put <laughs> the fucking artists, the rappers that everybody's on. And I'm just like, why doesn't anybody advertise, like, hey, you could discover new shit? Here. Like, you know how TikTok is the main advertisement for us like, discover something new. Yeah. Spotify could easily make an ad like that. Where it's like come to Spotify and you will find different like underground new types of music like no one's heard of. They could attract so much more shit to themselves just by switching it up like that. They don't have to get advertised the Billie Eilish or the Post Malone's. They could easily just push that like low key more indie artists. And I feel like they would still get or whatever their numbers up. They would things would be good for them. It would benefit them. I just find that. I don't know. And again, I do think about it. Beats is technically Apple. I forgot about that Yeah, <laughs> That's why I say I wanted to shit on it. It's just, I remember when Apple Music and Beats became a thing. Apple Music was so fucking garbage. I, I remember hearing about that. I never used it, but I remember hearing about that. This is where I mean my rant was going to happen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I had albums that, that's how, I would, before streaming, I would actually purchase albums digitally. I would occasionally buy physicals, not the point. But I would buy my albums digitally. And when I got Apple Music, it would make me stream the album that I already owned. And the thing that made it worse is when I went to the album, like it would go to my recently played, I wanted to listen to that album again. Yeah, It would be double of the fucking album and the stream. It would be like track one, track one, track two, track two, track two, track, two, track three, track three. It just kept doing that. And then certain songs would disappear. Some song certain songs would be unplayable. And also compared to Spotify, discovering music, like new music, is so much fucking easier on there. Not even easier, it's just that your taste in music is actually better tracked. Granted, we do shit on this podcast as far as like our information is out there. It's very easy to get our information on out there. See, but for Spotify it's worth it. That's <laughs> that's why I was I, I was avoiding, I was gonna avoid I wasn't gonna say it.
1: Because I didn't want it to get like, oh, dark cryptic, but fuck it, we're already down this road.
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but you just kinda point like made me realize like, dude, there is that joke about like the or the like yeah, just kind of making fun of the fact that Spotify's algorithm for recommending you music is stupidly impressive. Yeah. Because it it is. And like the way that it picks up the type of like music that you that you listen to and what it knows you might like, it's fucking crazy. So to think about what else that could be applied to is
0: terrifying. Oh yeah. From that aspect, hundred percent. Back to our regular schedule, probably. Back to our regular schedule. <laughs> You're just gonna do that gruesome news and dip? You're gonna be that person at the party? Fuck. It's just uh I just oh, got no, back wait. from the doctor think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna lose my nuts they're just gonna i just be all dick i don't got much going on it sucks anyway it's a great party right you guys want to drink shot shot all right
1: (laughs) actually no wait because you know i'm already like i'm i'm known for this so
0: fuck it no you're good it's all (laughs) that's what i wanted Oh, oh no i have a lot of thoughts on this and i can't gather them there's so much but that whole thing about the information—it's weird to say. if I somewhat don't mind it because of the music. I know it sounds very fucked up to say, just like yes, take my information as long as I get good music. But compared to Apple Music, man, oh, I just lived off the shit I knew. If I like, if I feel like if I hadn't if I hadn't gotten off that app and switched to Spotify, I wouldn't listen to the music I listen to today. And that feels weird to say that an app somewhat shaped the person I became because music is a huge part of my life. So the fact that Technically, this app's algorithm shaped who I ended up becoming is weird. But hey, man, that's like, that's the future we live in. Back to the whole Kings of Leon. Thing. No, actually, you asked something to say before.
1: Oh, yeah, just real quick on that little note that you just said. Like, yeah, I've noticed it shaped me, but did it didn't force itself into the way it, like, it didn't force the music onto me, like, that I would listen to. Like, it it knew what I liked, but it wouldn't, because you know how it gives you the release radar? And you can oh, look yeah. at it if you want, but it still focuses. This is what you've been listening to. Yes, it's it puts it front and center that what your music taste is, like what you actually listen to, is more important than them trying to push something else onto you. And that's why I appreciate that that app because I hate when I hate being advertised shit like that. You know, yeah. that's why I hate Xbox man.
0: The most on and pop and shit.
1: Yeah, like for Xbox, you're every time you open the screen, it's like, oh, here's your game. And then here's 12 different ads for Minecraft, Fortnite, and, like, our demos. Yep. And it's just like, all right, cool. Where the fuck are my other games? No, you got to open the folder. You got to open that. And then you got to... That's where you find your other yeah, games. Yes.
0: I'm not going to front. The fact that you have to dead ass set up your group of shit that you want to be together sucks. I've, I've used the PlayStation interface. I find it. It's hard to navigate. Once I got used to it, it's whatever. It was more convenient than fucking Xbox. Dude. <laughs> this is gonna change to a whole different topic but just real quick it's the toasting man <laughs>
1: <laughs> with the PS4 what I love is the fact that you can make folders for every single thing that you have so like video games I had it downloaded games and discs and you could literally put the folders where you wanted so if you didn't want the play store at the very first like as the very first thing that opens up you can move it all the way to the end and have your games be the only thing you see on your screen Sorry. and that's why I loved it so much man Like that, that's why it just converted me from Xbox to PlayStation. Back to Kings of Leon.
0: (laughs) Uh, Sorry. No, you're good. That's, bro, no lie, the PS4 interface kind of solidified me getting a PS5 in the future. Anyway, anyway, back to the thing, the Kings of Leon thing. We've been kind of praising the whole Spotify algorithm, but that's the thing that sucks. There is shit that they do plug, they do throw the on it pop and shit at you, but not as in your face, because they have their playlist like. I know they have their playlist for like pop now like our rising shit. I don't know the names of the playlist, but I know it's like pretty much if you turn on the radio it would be the exact same playlist. Oh, okay. Yeah, like that. And uh, but they don't push it on you. Like you said like as far as like you, the thing I love is the Discover Weekly where you find your you get your pretty much your weekly batch of new songs for you to discover and see if you like it or not. That has never been bad, man. That Discover Weekly is the reason I have found a bunch of new music. And just my playlists are just full of a bunch of obscure shit, and I love it. It's, it's variety compared to Apple Music, man. I swear to fuck, I knew I wanted to yell at something or somebody when I got a Justin Bieber recommendation. Said, "Boy, it ain't even the good Bieber." <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? And sorry, our hits people can kiss my ass.
1: Oh, that's oh. I, if we're talking Justin Bieber, here's my thoughts on him. See, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. No. Bro, the way that sound is like you finally we were just always looking for an opening to talk about Justin Bieber, and I gave you the biggest opening. <laughs> you just said, finally, a chance to talk about Justin Bieber on this podcast. You rolled out guns ready on that one. God damn it. <laughs> Floodgates open, you said, fuck yeah, let's do this. <laughs>
1: no, I was just going to say, God Damn it, Brian. That, yeah, that album is like, yeah, that's the time that he got good, that his music was actually, like, good.
0: Yeah, it wasn't bad, man. Dude,
1: it's... <laughs> I hate that we got that time period of him making boyfriend and pissing and fucking in front of, what was it, a picture
0: of a president ins- into a, like, a mop bucket? I have no... I don't remember that. Dude. I remember him pissing in like in a pot. I remember him spitting on people. Yeah, that's where I remember. But I'm just thinking, why? Like, I don't know. I just found that a weird time because I was, I was ashamed to say that I did when he was first on and popping. I was the person who liked whatever was on and popping. Mm-hmm. That first Justin Bieber song, one time, bro. Are you kidding me? That bitch was my ringtone. Never, <laughs> not the point. Either way, <laughs> when I saw all that happening, I was just thinking, what the fuck? And then I didn't like his music as much either. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I was just like ah whatever, it fell off. But then he had his hits. I feel like as far as like the most digestible music and not completely unbearable, I think that one those those two songs. I didn't. Oh, you actually listened to the album? I didn't listen to the album, but I know everyone. Like, dude, I've seen people who were die
1: like diehard hated him when he was like when he was first coming out. Legitimately say, this is a really good album. I haven't fully listened to it, but the songs I've heard off of that album.
0: Are nothing but great. Yeah, they're not bad. They're little. They're they're bangers, man. They're little. Dan- they're nice dance tracks. I know if you heard, it you heard it in the club, people were grooving to it.
1: I don't know. I just I respect the man. I respect the man that he's become. We're off
0: topic like a motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> were we ever really on topic, Brian? We nah. said we were gonna go back to Kings of Leon, and we somehow went back to fucking Spotify. You <laughs> can't
0: ignore the Biebs. No, that's, that's what I'm true. saying. The Kings of Leon thing was just a springboard for me because oh, okay. of what they could do as far as like. Like how I said before, to make uh artist music there's, Because I could see more artists doing that shit. Like releasing like, oh, hey, you would get more special art. I don't know what they would do different. But I could see that like, oh, hey, here's some special artwork. Here's a collector's edition of vinyl that you can only get through this. that uh, Through this NFT. Because that's what it is. I think you get alternative artwork. I have to look up the article. Or I'm just going to link it. But I do remember the details. But they, I'm telling you, from someone who, I don't listen to them. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds stupidly worth it from anyone. So, I'm like, I say this right now. If I could see something like a band like King Gizzard doing that shit. Just, hey, check this out. Like, just pretty much anybody who's a more underground, technically, artist, like, independent artists, for them to pr- make their music more profitable, to mo- or to make, to pro- for them to profit more off their music than a streaming service.
1: Now, this is a topic that I've been wanting to bring up on the podcast. Oh. I just keep forgetting. The label of indie music. The label of indie music. Do You know how now we label any music that's more, like, underground as, like, indie? Yeah. People just kind of refer to that as any type of rock music now, if you haven't noticed. Fuck out of here. But, like, dude, have you not noticed any, Foster the People, anyone I've spoken to, they consider that indie? Isn't that all rock? that's why like that I don't know what the hell they are now but like it, indie music no longer means, like t- from what I've seen and noticed indie music no longer legitimately means independent music or it's like um yeah. who the hell was it the dude that wears the hat with the number oh three Mac on Demarco. It. oh chance yeah him.
0: Dance the rapper, yeah. yeah,
1: you. I remember you telling me that he wasn't. He, at one point, he wasn't signed to
0: a label. He was just releasing music. He still isn't. I thought he was. I don't know. They just changed the rules to where sh- people who were like on streaming services, like independent artists, could be nominated for Grammys based on streaming service performances. Mm. That was the reason. Yeah, but he isn't signed to my knowledge. I Maybe mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. And just seeing a lot of the the bands that people consider
1: indie. Like, they're not indie. They're signed to fucking... What the hell is it? What are, what are some...
0: Like, isn't one Global Records? Global? I don't know. Not Periscope. I don't know a lot of indie labels. I no, just... I mean,
1: like, music labels in general.
0: Oh, music labels? Oh, fucking Def Jam. Uh, there's a lot of independent ones. Not independent ones, but just ones that somebody who blows up and they start their own. Like, J. Cole has Dreamville. TDE's another one, but that's not technically... That's a label. Uh. I don't know. Those mean, are the ones like, I can no, think of. I'm, I'm saying there's there's bands that
1: are, there's people that are, that are categorized as indie, but they're signed to like massive record labels. Oh, like Sony and shit. <laughs> or something. I know Sony is one too. Like that or, I forgot what the fuck else, but yeah, like I just kind of noticed it under the whole independent music. I'm just like, this isn't indie. This isn't fucking indie. Why the fuck does indie not mean independent anymore?
0: Uh, I, was, I don't know. That's just kind of, like, that's my little rant. Just because I noticed it and it's, it's been bugging me. I know for a fact. like When if I, when you said indie, tell me why my brand went to Cage the Elephant. But I know I'm like, they're all rock. Yeah. That's why like that's not the f- perfect label for them. Technically, you could label, I hate that I keep bringing it up, but King Gizzard, they're 100% independent. They started their own record label to support their band and other bands. Mm-hmm. That's tech. They're indie, that te- technically speaking. Who else would be? In? I don't know any other independent bands. If someone calls the Strokes indie, I reserve the right to backhand them. They'd be, I I know that'd be one of the bands that could that people would consider. Nah, indie. The Voids, The Voids. whichever one's more recent. Nah, The Voids is just his uh the lead singer of The Strokes is like technically side project band of like this weird. I don't know, it's a different type of rock, man. That's the best way I can put it. It's experiment it's best a different type of experimental rock. See, okay, best example, um,
1: Red Hot Chili Peppers. People would consider alternative rock because that's what they are. Yeah. But then, like you said, Cage the Elephant, they would see as indie. Ind- yeah, they would refer to it as indie. They're like, oh, isn't that around the time that indie music became a thing? Like, I gen- I genuinely got I got asked this. Like, oh, yeah, isn't it now indie music is the thing? And I was telling her, like, no, all these bands, like, the bands that I listed off, she's like, oh, aren't they all indie? I'm like, no, the- they're alternative rock. <laughs> and she, she was, she- again, this is, like, that was being, they, they were telling me, like, as if it were... Like, well, what's the difference? It's the same thing. No. Like, that... Indie music was, like, a time... Like, I guess a time period of music. Get the fuck. I guess you could say, like... Like, alternative was, oh, between
0: these er- between these years. Indie
1: music is these years.
0: Dog. let me guys, EDM was these years. Yeah, but that was pretty accurate. To some extent, yeah. 2013 20- to 2016. That's where the it peaked. Where every I feel like that's where, like how you said, that's where every artist was just pushing it the envelope. Nothing but good shit from every artist. Oh yeah, dude. Now it's get the bag, boy. Get the fucking bag. You feel me? That's what hurts, man. Dream too fucking hard, cuh.
1: Back then it was fucking alesso Actually, like alesso doing shit with Calvin Harris, like Ichi. God rest rest in peace. That right Swedish House Mafia. Yeah, Swedish House Mafia, fucking... Daft Punk had just released that fucking out there. Uh, Random Access Memories. Yeah. Zed. Dude, oh my god. Back when
0: Zed was first coming out.
1: Yes. What the fuck else did I listen to? Martin Garrix was another one. Martin Garrix, uh... Dude, he was
0: 17. <gasps> David Guetta.
1: Yes, dude. David oh Guetta had That's his fucking all... run, bro. Like, they dominated the fucking the scene man and half of them i didn't appreciate at the time and i'm sad to say it you know like i i appreciate i enjoyed them in silence uh i was you. one of those that refused to admit it was good edm but in the back like whenever i was listening to it on my own i'm like this is really good
0: edm bro david guetta was the reason i even gave edm more of a shot i fuck david guetta was like i want to say the first edm artist that i fucking was into 100 percent like, someone said, like, oh, our EDMRC listens to David Guetta. 100%. That man was releasing Heat. Heat. Speaking of Heat, we're running deep. God damn it. Ah, me. I had to make it wrong. Yeah, we were running deep. I feel like I had I said what I needed to say as far as Kings of Leon and the whole rant. Oh, we just completely went off top. I th- I thought that was fairly obvious, like, maybe yeah. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm okay with it. Think it was dead air or anything, it wasn't bad. We say, is we just kind of check the viewers and just kind of shows zero for the ending, <laughs> so well, they don't many, deserve
0: us. No, <laughs> how many stuck around for the rant? Uh, one thing that I want to say as well, like, and then we're gonna call it is uh, thank you guys for always tuning in, we appreciate it. But we aside from us, so like posting new episodes and sharing it. With other, it's limited to our socials. So if you're a listener, please tell your friends about us, man. Shout, like spread it by word of mouth. That's the best way I can say it. Just tell your friends. If you're like, hey man, you want to listen to these two idiots be high? You want to give somebody a reason to stop smoking? Show them this podcast. <laughs> like don't be like these guys, man. They think they're funny because of weed. <laughs> uh, Brian, you know
1: you want to know the reason why I don't think I've ever advertised um, the podcast on any of my social medias. Why? Because you and I have the same friends. Friend, like friends on Facebook, so it makes they're it seeing
0: f- the same shit. <laughs> they, yeah,
1: they're gonna see it twice, and then you have more. So it's like, I that doesn't
0: mean I'm popular, bitch.
1: It just means I have exactly. <laughs> but you have more of like someone's gonna notice it. Like if you post it, like more people are gonna notice it than me. Uh, I have, have twenty six people, and one of them's my boss. Amen. <laughs> hey, Not exactly gonna advertise. Hey.
0: Just it's what I do like, in my free time,
1: like yo, this is what I do when I'm not at work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd promote you. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's the thing. I don't. We have our Twitter. Shout out my mom and the homies for following us on Twitter, though. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna. keep Haven't that. even touched the Twitter, dude. No, I touched it.
1: Oh, you have? Because, dude, I keep forgetting that because I don't use Twitter.
0: I gave it a little, a little rub. I touched it.
1: I know I only, I think I retweeted something from
0: Elon Musk, which was great. Yeah, I know you did, you piece of shit. <laughs> I can tell. It was Dogecoin related. Hell yeah. All right, but that's what I wanted to say. It's just, yeah, please tell your friends if you like what we do here. We really appreciate it. To everybody who tunes in to the new episodes, fucking thank you. We are very appreciative. We love it. We love doing this. Doing this is like therapeutic. We come here, we have our fun, we have our giggles. It's great. And it's an excuse to keep smoking weed. <clears throat> Not the point. David. Thank you wanna say your thanks? You know you wanna you wanna to stay toasty? It was
1: Who the, Let the Doge Out. <laughs> oh,
0: you bitch, you're saying it.
1: You fucking saying it. Stay toasty. Fuck you.
0: You have a bitch Fuck you, stay toasty, P.